Holy mama. <laughs> what is going on? It's the Pure Joy Project. We're back. <laughs> I am Bennett Diffley. I am Paul Lanigan. And I am Daniel Reed. Boom. And we're back. We're talking about worship today. Oh, worship. Let's go. How do we feel, fellas? Worship him. Vibes are high. Oof. Yeah, We're vibes are here. high. Absolutely. Feel great. We just got into a heated exchange about McGriddles. <laughs> the important stuff. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm making an idol of McGriddles in my life. And so um, when Bennett it. attacked them, I just had to – I just couldn't let him get off easy. So Look, I, look, I just don't want hey, you Paul. to – there's grace. There's grace to repent, bro. Like, Amen. Hey, Amen. Yeah, there is. Like, you can you can be free of that. Dog. Some would yeah. say that grace to repent is why we worship. You know what I'm saying? Yo. <laughs> oh. Yo. Here's the deal. Oh. I didn't want you to, to to put idols in your life. Like, build your own golden calf. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what, a, what a good brother. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm you just, just love your heart. You just Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen to the heck out of me, dog. Harping him. Oh my gosh, I am sharpened. Beautiful. Bennett is All iron. Right, I am iron. We are iron. Come on. Let's get in here. All right. Um, prayer? Question mark? Yeah. Who wants it? Prayer period, bro. It's a statement. We're praying. Prayer <laughs> period. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Let's go. Please. Lord, um, we come to you on this beautiful Saturday. Um, thank you for letting us get back together on the mics and, and just talk about you and, and – um, thank you for letting us um, have that ability to use our voices um, to glorify you um, in a way that is good, Lord. Um, that's really that's really all that we aim to do here is is to just spread your good news and and um, share the love that you give us um, and and really just let um, hopefully let others feel the joy that that comes from you. Um, but Lord, um, today we're going to talk about worship. Um, Lord, I ask that you move through us. Um, you use us as vessels for your word, Lord. Um, and and as we dig deep into worship and what it is and, and how we do it and um, how it is good and holy to you, um, I just ask that you keep our minds and our hearts open to you. Um, Lord, you are good in everything that you do, um, and we love you so, so much. In your name I pray, amen. 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 Come on. You want to talk about the last last, last couple of weeks? Yeah, yeah. Um, Rip us, start us off, Bennett. Come out the blocks. Busy, I will. Uh, busy, busy, busy. Um, still good. Um, don't get me wrong. Good. I miss my family. Um, it, for those of you who aren't in college, college is weird because it's like you you get all the way through the semester and then like the last four weeks are like the craziest four weeks. Like you could be like at the beginning of the semester, you could be like big chilling with no assignments all week. And then like the last four weeks, you've got like five assignments due every day. And you're just like, bro, what? On top of that, you're going home for Thanksgiving for like a whole week. And then you're coming back. You're taking more tests, turning more assignments in. And then that's only for like a week. And then you're going back home for Christmas. So it's like just this gigantic like your your emotions are just getting played with because you're home for a week. You see all your family and, and you, you get comfortable. And then you got to go back, do more schoolwork. And then you're off for Christmas. So, um so yeah, honestly, I want to be home. I want to be with my family. Um, seeing them for a week was really great, um, but I, I miss them. Um, just reminds me how much I love them and, and how blessed I am to have such a big, big loving family. So um, I can't wait to get home and see them on Wednesday. But other than that, I'm good. Um, the Lord is good. Um, he provides mm. for me. He mm. um, He moves in my life in, in ways that I, I can't and probably won't understand for a while, but um, I know that it's all going to work together and 
and uh, and it's going to turn out well um, because it's his plan, not mine. Um, Come on, but yeah, busy, busy, but blessed. So. I love it. Call on one of us, <clears throat> uh, Paulie. Go ahead. All right. Holy cow! How long has it been two and a half weeks, three weeks since we've been on a podcast? A while. Yeah, a it has bit. been a while. It's just been there's just been a lot going on, um, and so I haven't been too heartbroken that we haven't gotten to get on here because it would have felt forced, I think, and so it's been fun uh outside of outside of it but uh basically my my life has been like a series of like check-ins with everybody i've been seeing friends here going to top golf with these friends and getting getting coffee with people and breakfast with people and just uh making so like that's what going home was going home was five days of seeing people i haven't seen um trying to be intentional and be bold with them and love them well and spend time with them make some memories and a lot of track and field like normal, uh, healthy enough to be doing full workouts again. Mm. So we're back at that. Uh, I've had some really encouraging results coming out of that, which has been fun. And then uh, continuing to try to lead my campus-wide prayer um, that that I that I host every other Tuesday. I've had some people really faithfully walking alongside me in that, and we've had some incredible meetings, uh, just hitting our knees, praying for the campus, being heartbroken. And it's been amazing. Uh, just finished my FCA leadership training. So I'm officially a part of FCA leadership at UCM. Let's go. Which is exciting. Um, we scored my job for this summer and my internship for this summer. Uh, like as in Canna Cook and then my internship. And then uh, scored a, um, a position with FCA St. Louis at a couple of their events in the coming months and weeks. I think uh, we're all in there for that. Yeah, we're all we're all with uh, Guys Weekend and Recharge, right? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah baby. You know the vibes. Uh, so that's just dumb exciting. Uh, we are, like, really things are looking up so well. Uh, having to sacrifice some leisure time for some academic time, like you said. Uh, making sure to finish this semester um, strong and be diligent in the little things. Uh, use all the talents that he's given me academically to worship him. Uh, through my studies and um, it's been sweet I mean friends are amazing we had our secret Santa the other day and uh, just like just like the generosity and love that goes between me and the people I surround myself with is just like more than I could have asked for so life is sweet God is good per use Danny mm. big. me what's been up um, school's been up honestly I just finished a big old paper on the meaning of suffering in life and why they're suffering uh, if God is truly good. And that was just an awesome project to wrestle with and got to read some some theologians and what they thought and just got to sharpen myself with that. That was pretty sweet. Hmm. Um, grades are all coming up, which is great. I have the chance to get all A's and a B. So finals go. are going to make or break me. I'm trying. I'm trying hard. Okay. Um, but other than that, other than that, it's been hanging out. Oh, it's been up. Small groups going well. Oh, this has been cool. So I got the chance uh, a week or so ago to. So, my church we have midweek gatherings every third Thursday of the month, and our last one I got the chance to do worship on the worship team there. I, I play guitar and sing. I was just playing guitar with them, and it was just such a blast. Like we had so much fun, and just getting to lead people. 
uh, before the Lord. It is such a blessing. That's something I get to do somewhat regularly with Young Life on campus, uh, just playing guitar and singing before the Lord. Um, but yeah, that was awesome. And the other night at our Young Life Christmas party, uh, we were just reflecting on Advent and the coming of Christ, Emmanuel. Um, I, honestly, it just amazes me. The more I learn about Christ and my my relationship deepens with the Lord, the more Christmas means to me. And that hmm. God would just like humble himself, you know, the creator of all would humble himself and come to the earth and just put on flesh something that isn't worthy of his, his presence and would come here to die for us. And it just, it gets me pumped. It gets me emotional. We were seeing it'll come Emmanuel. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this hmm. is just, it just hits man. Because like all through scripture, especially like in Isaiah, when it talks about like this is the Prince of Peace coming, and I'm just like, oh yeah, bro, wow, what an honor, slap. yeah, Hello. for real, a, a slap. <laughs> I I actually heard oh, go tell it on the mountain. You know that song? It's like a real like like folky yeah. Christmas song. Oh yeah, uh, and I want to play it. I want to learn it on on the uke and play it at the staff yeah. talent show at Canna Cook this summer. Yes, <laughs> yes, that'd be fun. That'd be so much fun. Uh, so. Yes, dude. I I thought the same thing that like it just becomes realer and realer to me, like how valuable his death is, like invaluable even you should say yeah. uh, that is that it, you cannot put a price on it, that he has yeah. paid the price for Absolutely. all of us individually. And if and if he had to do it just for one of us, he still would have done it. And mm -hmm. so I uh, that like at campus wide prayer, there was a moment where I just like I was praying like to close us and I just took a deep breath and I was like. It's like, King Jesus, thank you for what you did at Calvary. And I just yeah. stopped. I was like, I was like, like, and then I got chills and like, and everybody, you know how people always are like, mm, yes, Jesus, you know, when you're praying and they get all excited. Yeah. And so I was just like, I was just like, thank you for what you did at Calvary. I was like, we are broken. We deserve none of your goodness. And you have given us all of it. And I just said, mm -hmm. and I was just like, like in awe of the, like, just how incredible he is and how great his grace is. It's stupid in the best way. Yeah. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. My gosh. Do we want to talk about worship? Please. Yeah, we probably, do we probably should at some point. Yeah. Hopefully just us talking is a form of it and people see that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think, I think we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, I think we'll work our way. Yeah, to we that just might. Right we there. just might. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Bennett. Well, the first question is, what is worship? Or I guess, what does it mean to you? I don't know. It's kind of, I, I saw it as like a two-part question kind of there. Yeah. So, I don't know who, whoever wants to start. Danny. Danny, kick us off. Yeah. Yeah, so if everyone would turn their Bibles to Psalm 100, we're going to read 1 through 5. <clears throat> it says, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his course with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Come on. Um, I love what the psalmist does here. Um, make a joyful noise to the Lord. All right, so we're getting into what is worship. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. What does that look like? 
honestly just cheering. I one of the most profound things I was ever taught from FCA is this. It was like someone posed the question. We get so hyped for sporting events and movies and video games and whatever else. Like we just get pumped, right? Mm. Why don't we do that for God? <laughs> Literally, so much better than anything else. And we get so pumped for all these things that honestly, when you boil it down, are trivial at the end of the day in comparison to God. Facts. And I was just like, wow, all right, so let's make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Verse 2, serve the Lord. So serving, serving others, pointing them towards God through service. That's worship. Doing that with gladness as well becomes a hard thing. Coming to his presence with singing. There's like verbal worship, like we're singing worship songs which is probably, you know, the, the most common one when people think of, oh, I'm going to go worship. Probably, oh, he's gonna go, they're going to go sing. Um, and that's typically what's done at churches, uh, just like a corporate aspect of worship. Know that the Lord, he is God. Knowing the Lord is worship. We're getting to know him. That's how you form a better relationship with anyone, right? You get to know them. Mm-hmm. How do we get to know the Lord? We read his word. He tells us who he is. And then we look to the Gospels, right? We look to Jesus. Jesus is God, right? God with us, Emmanuel. Hmm. Such a clear depiction of who God is because honestly, when Jesus came, we were getting it wrong. We were so wrong. And that's why when Jesus came, it flipped everything on its head because God was so different than who we thought he was. Jesus just came and flipped the scene. Yo. But yeah, that's, that's how I want to start talking about worship. And then I want to go to Psalm 132. And it says, let us go to his dwelling place. Let us worship at his footstool. Psalm 132, 7. I love, I love this. It says, let us go to his dwelling place. And it, and it brings up the question, where is God's dwelling place? Well, so if you go back to the Old Testament, God's dwelling place, it was on a few different places. First, it was on the mountain with Moses, right? A cloud would descend upon the mountain, and Moses would be with God. And what's crazy and, there, and this is a whole other topic we get into another time. But like when Moses comes down after being with God, he looks different because he's in the presence of the Lord, which I think is just so cool. It reminds me of the transfiguration of Jesus. Yes, bro. But his dwelling place, then when you look at the tabernacle, right, and like the most holy place, like where the ark was, and then when Solomon built the temple, right, there was the most holy place behind the curtain that the, only the highest priest could go. And that was God's dwelling place. But what's crazy is that now, since Jesus has come and he is our high priest, I've been reading Hebrews, so I'm going to have to bear with me because talking about Jesus being the high priest. We don't have to wait for the high, high priest to go behind that. Jesus, our high priest, is, is there for us. So we have that communal aspect of God all the time. It's not a once-a-year event anymore where, the most, where we could go into the temple, right? God's always with us. Because of Jesus. Oh, come on. Oh, someone take this over. Bennett, what do you got, man? Yo, nah, I don't got nearly as much as what you just dropped on him like that, but. I wasn't even you, bro. The word what is, so what is worship? Um, I like to, when I dig into these kinds of things, um, I'm a big uh, definitions guy. So when I Googled, I just Googled worship. Um, it said noun. The feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for a deity, or in this case, for God, um, and and worship really is is just any way that you can express yourself 
or, or express your adoration and love for God. Um, so however, however you're comfortable doing that, however um, you like doing that, the best part about worship is that it's super, super general. You could do it however you'd like. Um, that was another thing that they, that they teach at FCA that I, that I really like and I, I really um, kind of stuck with is you can worship God through tons of different things. You can worship him through anything, really. Um, whether it's singing songs or, um, or just spending time out in creation or, um, playing sports, any of those things. Um, and I know we'll, we'll kind of touch on that later, but worship to me is just really, um, just expressing your love and your, your adoration for God, um, in any way. Let's go. Yeah. My Paul, gosh. What do you got? Dude, um, biblically, uh, what, I texted my pastor from back home, and I looked in my um, – there's a definition section in the back of most Bibles, and worship was in there, and it said bringing honor and glory to someone or something. Uh, very general. But um, so First Chronicles 16, 29 says, Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness, right? So one more time, ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. So ascribe is defined as um, attributing um, something. Um, so, so like attribute to the Lord the glory due his name. So give to the Lord the glory due his name. And the offering that it mentions um, it says, bring an offering and come before him. Our modern day offering is of effort or talent um, or, 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 or we're offering up doing it for ourselves. So we're offering up selfishness um, in order to glorify him. And so uh, worship is, is any act of selfless devotion of something to the Lord. Uh, despite what you want to do, you're going to do it for him. And so... Um, it's selfless devotion as in, you know, I may be talented, um, on the soccer field or, or whatever, but if I'm doing it for myself, I am not worshiping God in the process. And so I am selflessly devoting my talents of something. So for Daniel, um, he is a worship leader in the, in like the, de like defined sense with a guitar, um, singing in a mic. And so, um, using those talents to glorify the Lord selflessly, not lifting yourself. Uh, and so I love the idea. Worship is any selfless devotion of something to the Lord, ascribing mm. to the Lord the glory to his name through what you do. Mm. Oh, that's real good, Paul. Thanks, Doc. Perfect. That all fit together so nicely. I love it. Tee -hee. Yeah, that's real good. Praise God. So yeah, why do we so worship? following question. Why we worship, dog? Why do we worship? Yeah, why do we worship? Who's got it? Who's hopping on it? I got it. I got it. I got it. Let's so, go. why do we worship? I got two verses that I want to look at. Um, for starters, um, in Psalm, we're in Psalm 150 here. So, let me flip to it. We're Psalm 150 and verse 6. Where are you at? All right. Psalm 150, verse 6 says, Let everything that breathes sing praise to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, so, for starters, the word, the truth, um, the 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 model and guide that we're supposed to follow, um, the only thing that we can hold true in this in this world, um, tells us right here um, 
that everything let everything that that breathes sing praise to the lord um mm-hmm. so so it calls us to praise him and, and to worship him um but why 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 do we do that uh we do that where'd it go where'd it go we do that because i think we're in hebrews danny now Whoa. yeah we can worship because of christ's sacrifice on our behalf. So now we're going to go to Hebrews 10, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 10. 10, 10. 10, 10. That's what I'm on. 10, well, 10, and then verse 1 through 10. Oh. Um, but it's Christ's sacrifice once for all. Um, so we're going to start at where do we want to start? Well, we'll just read it all. Uh, the old system under the law of Moses was only a shadow, uh, a dim preview of the good things to come, not the good things themselves. The sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again, year after year, but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped for the worshipers would have been purified once uh, for all time and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. But instead, those sacrifices actually reminded them of their sins year after year. For it's not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. That is why when Christ came into the world, he said, uh, You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings, but you have given me a body to offer. This is Christ talking to God. I'm sorry. Um, You were not pleased with burnt offerings or other offerings for sin. Then I said, Look, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written about me in the scriptures. So that's actually uh, Hebrews 10, verses 1 through 7. So basically what that's talking about is back in the old day, they used to to give sacrifices or, or burnt offerings, um, whatever you want to call it, um, to God as a way to kind of um, relieve them of their sins um, and to feel better about their sins. But what, what the, the scripture was saying there is that um, those things weren't um, like, that didn't like wash away their sins completely. Like nothing, nothing that they sacrificed or, or offered to God in that way would do that. Um, so then God sent down his only son in Jesus Christ um, to offer his blood in his body. Um, and, and that is the ultimate sacrifice, the, the greatest gift we could have ever received. Hmm. Um, and because of that gift that we received, um, that's why we should praise him um, because we can worship um, about the sacrifice that he gave us, the greatest gift that we could have ever received. That's why we, that's why we worship. So, come on. yeah. So, First Chronicles verse sixteen, uh, or chapter sixteen, verse thirty-four says, "Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, and His love endures forever." So, thanks. Let's yeah. Go. So, so we worship Him because of the sacrifice that He gave us. Yes, dude. We worship because of who God is and what He's done for us. Simply. Um, like if you think about it, like on this earth, if, if somebody blesses you, you know, if your mom has been a consistent blessing to you, if your friends have been a consistent blessing to you, if somebody gifts you something, um, that, that like helps you that, that you benefit from, you praise them Mm -hmm. as a reaction. So naturally you're going to lift their name, um, AKA, uh, bring honor and glory to them. Uh, just like worship is defined. And so like, obviously if our creator has, has paid, paid the ultimate price and blessed us eternally, we are going to praise him. 
So we worship, mm. we worship out of response, out of overflow of our heart for what he's done for us the same way, but more than how we would worship if somebody did something to us like, or for us in a worldly way. And so because he has blessed us in the, in the highest way, as Bennett just read, um, in the best way through his sacrifices, blessed us eternally with his spirit um, and with and with the eternal life and all these things, these, these infinite characteristics that come along with walking with Jesus that I could talk about all day, mm. uh, we, we praise him and we worship him. And so uh, Psalm 146 is what came in my head this morning. Um, so it says, let all that I am praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God with my dying breath. Do not put your confidence in powerful people, for there is no help for you there. When they breathe their last, they will simply return to the earth, and all their plans will die along with them. But joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He made the heavens and the earth, the sea and everything in them. He keeps every promise forever. He gives justice to the oppressed and food to the hungry. The Lord frees the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are weighed down. The Lord loves the godly. The Lord protects the foreigners among us. He cares for the orphans and widows, and he frustrates the plans of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever. He will be your God, O Jerusalem, throughout the generations. Praise the Lord. So this God with this infinite character um, that has blessed us more than we can measure, we are going to praise simply out of reaction. Hmm. Go ahead, Dan. Oh, that's real good. Danny just accidentally did left the call. Oh no. <laughs> That's funny. His internet might have just cut out. Um I don't know. So what do you think Dan would have said there? I honestly <laughs> Dan I don't probably know would have busted out some mad eloquence on He was um, getting ready. Yeah, he was getting ready to drop a that, scriptural bomb. He was about to go absolutely crazy. Um and I love that. So yeah, so I actually think that like one thing that popped in my head. Um, that like Dan, uh, has been so faithful and walking alongside both of us, like in our walks, you know, like since we were like late high school kids, Dan has worshiped through his fellowship with us in such a big way. Yeah. And so, um, I just like, like becoming realer and realer what worship looks like. Um, I've seen that like Dan, like somebody like Dan in my life is consistently um worshiping the lord just through his um through his action like in walking alongside us faithfully and yeah. so i love it i love it when somebody yeah. makes worship a part of their character and not just an action you know yeah and i i feel like um things like fca and the stuff that we that we kind of grew up together um in our faith um like kind of walking alongside each other really and yeah, it's just been it's just been so awesome to get to grow with um, a community uh, uh, of brothers and sisters in Christ who have um, the same hearts and and the same minds as we do, and the same urge to um, to just to just chase after the Lord and, and have a relationship with Him and um, and to just love others like He loved us, and um, it's just it's great. It really is. Mm. I love it. So uh, obviously, on the topic of um of Dan worshiping, um, just as a friend, like just as, um, as a brother in Christ. Um, let's talk about like how we worship, um, and how we can worship. 
so I'd like, um, obviously this is something that, as I mentioned before we went live, that like, I literally feel like I could talk about, um, for, for so long and I could, I could, mm -hmm. I could get so passionate about, like I said that, that at some point the Holy Spirit was going to have me out of my chair, walking around my room yelling during this podcast. <laughs> um, and so like, this is so exciting for me to, to like open the eyes, you know, like the way that, that, that people, that my mentors and what have opened my eyes to the different forms of worship, like the way that, um, this may, uh, like open the eyes of a listener to see that they can worship in other avenues than they've been taught, like to, to see that they can worship in all these ways. So like Psalm 103, two, uh, says, let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he's done for me. Um, wow. so right there, we even see like, um, that just like remembrance and reflection on his word and on, and on his goodness is worship, you know, sitting in his creation and just seeing his goodness, um, is worship. Right. And then Colossians three twenty three, which is like an FCA title verse for like, for like sport praise is, mm -hmm. uh, work willingly at whatever you do as though you are working for the Lord rather than for man. And so it literally says whatever you do. And so that is so sick to me. Like that is so sick in a good way for those of you that don't hang out with yeah, me, yeah, know yeah. how I speak. Um, <laughs> like, like it is so incredible and like continues to blow my mind daily that like I can study for the Lord. I can, I can run for the Lord. I can sing for the Lord. I can, I can cook. I can do all these things. If I'm doing them out of like biblical love, um, and the Holy Spirit's fruit that is put on me. If I'm doing those things out of that, I am worshiping the Lord in, in everything. Uh, and so worship takes like infinite forms and is always possible in any situation, which I think is amazing. Yeah. Um, right when you said that, uh, the verse that, that kind of popped into my head, um, was first Corinthians, uh, chapter six, 19 to 20. Do you not know that your bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you've received from God. You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Um, and that, I kind of tie that in with Colossians 3.23. That's another one of those FCA verses um, that kind of um, was a turning point in, in my athletics um, because for so long, all that I was playing football or, or um, track or anything like that, all that I was playing those sports for was so that I could um, be glorified by other people um, so that I could be seen as some great and almighty powerful football player, so that I could mm. get a, a, a scholarship to play football um, and not have to worry about paying for school. All of those things um, was what I had started athletics or, or what I had like been brought up to think like that's what football was for um, and that's what sports was for. But then you hear those verses, Colossians 3.23 and 1 Corinthians 6, I'm about honoring God with your body and, and working at everything that you do for the Lord. And, um, it, it really is just a, a beautiful, like eye opening, um, revelation almost just knowing that you can literally do anything. Mm. Um, even, even run full speed at another human being and, and bash into him with your head. Um, <laughs> there, there is, there's glorify, like there's a way to glorify God by doing those things. Um, and that really helped shift like my whole athletic career and, and then even helped me when I was struggling with, um, my knee and, um, not being able to play football again. And, and everybody else seemed way more devastated about it than I was. Right. I was a little, I was a little upset that 
I wasn't going to get to play football again because I love the sport. And um, my dad's been a coach my entire life and all of these things. But everyone else just seemed so, so much more devastated about my injury than I felt about my own. Hmm. Um, and it was like, well, why is everybody acting like, like that I'm like, that I'm dying. Like I, like yeah. it's just like football is just a, a sport. Like, and this is something that my younger brother Noah also went through. Um, and he handled it a lot more gracefully than I did. And that's for sure. And he's a lot more mature in his faith. And, and I look up to him for that. Um, but growing in, in faith with him is, is a really unique and fun thing, especially when it's your, your blood brother and, and your family. And it just adds a whole nother um, dynamic to it. But, Hmm. yeah sorry i'm rambling on about no that, that's but... that's amazing yeah, glory, i love like, yeah the like there are so many things like obviously we use dan as an example like because i have no idea what's going on in the technical side right now that he can't <laughs> say it himself but like yeah, yeah. in like i would love to bring dan like a little bit of um praise like that that he has been so good in that and so like in the same way we could look at like russell wilson is someone that we both talk about yeah. Like leading, I mean, an NFL, like uh, among the front runners of the MVP race this year, incredibly successful professional quarterback, beautiful wife, beautiful kids, lives in a wonderful place, like, like has played multiple professional sports, like literally has mm -hmm. every single reason to worship himself if the world would say, like as the world would say so. And he yeah. continues to point people to Jesus and continues mm -hmm. to do it through his actions, even more than his words. Through the way he encourages, through the way he, uh, through the way he leads, through the way that he like serves, like Russell Wilson has exemplified worship through sport in such an awesome way. Like mm -hmm. the scrappiest dude in the on the practice field, always giving one hundred percent every single rep. Like never turns off, um, sharpens the guys around him in the best way, and welcomes criticism in the same way. Acknowledges his faults, is humble. Like it's amazing, and so yeah. oh, I yeah. you just love to see somebody walking in the spirit like that. And so what a cool thing, yeah. you know, what an amazing yeah. thing that we get to watch Russell Wilson um, worship through his sport like that. Yeah. And even more so have people like Dan, um, like you've said a couple of times now that we get to walk with, mm -hmm. um, who's, who's like a real life example of that same thing. Now, Dan's not like a world-class athlete or like anything like that, but um, he's, I mean, he's still an amazing guy and he, um, and he just loves the Lord above everything else. Um, puts the Lord at the forefront and and through that he's able to um, love so well and be so intentional and um, and and genuinely care and and feel for you as a person and and you as your as your holy like like the Holy Spirit inside of you and, and your soul as opposed to like a worldly view of just like oh like yeah how are you doing stuff like that he genuinely like cares to get to know you and to grow um, in the Lord with you. And, um, how lucky are we to have friends and, and, um, a community like that, that we get to, to grow in and worship together. Amen. I just yeah. like one thing that like on this, um, worship is a heart posture, not an action in a lot of mm -hmm. ways. Worship is like, is like my life will be a devotion to, to bringing honor and praise to my God. Right. So um, a lot of worship will be in vain if you do it like seasonally or if you do it um, just at a, in certain aspects. So like if I am going to church and I am leading worship, uh, I'm up there with a mic, which is an incredible way to to like worship the Lord. 
um, is to be singing, is to be in song. I mean, it talks about that in Psalms all over the place. Like sing, like literally sing to the Lord, like your praises. Mm. And, uh, but then you're off and you're not worshiping him through different things in your life. Like it is, it's not in vain, but it's like, imagine the capabilities you have in worship. If you make your whole life worshiping, right? The author, Bob Goff talks about becoming love. He said, rather than having to cognitively think and acting on love, like on loving others to just become love, to become uh, patience and kindness, um, to lose your irritability, to lose your records of being wrong, to lose, like to become this biblical love will make your love so much more powerful. So for your, to become worship will make your worship so much more powerful over people. If you are doing it in every aspect of your life, if I am worshiping through competitive call of duty at the same time, I'm worshiping through track at the same time I'm worshiping through the pure joy project, like how much more power I have. Um, and then just even in my conversation and in my studies, like everybody sees that in every aspect of my life, not that this is true, but if it were to be that I am worshiping the Lord and everything that I do, um, like how much power that would have over like a human heart and how cool that yeah. would be. And how much he could work through that. Oh yeah. And that's what yeah, it's that's about. All, yeah. That's gigantic. Um, my last, my last scripture that I had written down, um, since I feel like we kind of just like went all, we kind of just like jumped into the third question about how can we worship and, um, and what is that like practically? I think we've kind of touched on that a lot now. Um, but the last kind of, uh, scripture that I had written down was Psalm 63 verses three through four. And it says, because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. Mm. Um, and I just love that verse so much because your love is better than life. Come on, man. <laughs> I just, it's not amazing. Dude, it is better than this worldly life. Like it is yeah. so much better. There is nothing that this world can offer that can compare it to God's love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just to like make that your heart and let it show in your actions as you worship, man. And I just like, you know, there are times where like, people definitely feel inadequate of worshiping. So they like imagine, so I do this thing. We'll probably do an episode about it where I like to see what people's Enneagram numbers are, you know, the personality test. Yeah, 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 and yeah. then, and then I let that like start a conversation about where they can best be in ministry. Mm. So if somebody's Enneagram is a seven and they are just like a bold, excited, outspoken leader. Hey, um, I'm a seven. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I could have guessed. Um, so like then your ministry may literally be in ministry. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you may be speaking, you may be youth group, you may be like camp, like camp worship. Like you could be so many different things that are like bold, but somebody Mm -hmm. who's like a two, like a helper and they, and their, their ministry is in service. Their ministry is a secretary. Their ministry is, um, is like a, a background worker that doesn't want acknowledgement that just serves and loves and serves and love. And they mm. may not reach as many people at one time as like a seven or maybe like a three or maybe like somebody um, who's just like, who's like loud and outspoken um, for the Lord. They can reach one person deeply at a time or a group of people deeply at a time through the way they serve. And so like in the same way, like all of us can worship in our own way. So like, obviously I'm equipped to worship in a lot different ways than other people on this campus would be. 
or other people mm. in my life. And so like seeing where you can worship the Lord in your daily life, I can worship him through building the best body I possibly can. Um, like as in like the, the healthiest body and then using that healthy body for him. I can worship him through, um, through leading, um, songs at, on a Wednesday night at this youth ministry or on a Sunday morning at church. I can worship him through, um, the platform I've been given on Instagram because I happen to be so pretty. Like I can worship him through that, you know, um, not me. I'm just saying like for somebody, that's not what I meant. That sounds awful, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, I got you. you know, each person has an avenue that they can worship whether they realize it or not. And it doesn't have to look stereotypical black and white. Uh, worship can appear in, in infinite ways, uh, needs to be like lived as such. So everybody, every listener, every person that we come in contact with, like know that you are, have power to worship in some area of your life. And, and God, um, literally rejoices, um, in that. And so, uh, when we fear him and we live like we fear him, right? So Psalms, um, I don't know this just popped in my head. Psalm 147, 11, uh, mm-hmm. says, no, the Lord's delight is in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. Um, and so he delights in, in our fear of him and our praise of him. Uh, and so like make that a part of your life, no matter where that has to be. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. That's crazy that you actually brought that up. Um, for uh, <clears throat> well, it was actually while you were gone before we started the podcast. Um, Paul has this friend. Her name's Stephanie. She's probably listening right now. Hey, hey Stephanie. Um, she gets on the mic whenever Paul leaves, like right before we start the podcast, just to chat. And uh, I always go grab her and send her over because I know she loves talking to you guys. Oh, perfect. So, That's yeah. even better. Yeah. But she got on today, and she she was talking about. Um, how one of her favorite ways to worship is by giving and, um, and how full of his love and, and um, how good that makes her feel as a person, how fulfilled that makes her feel um, and just how edifying that is to her. And in turn to him um, by just giving and caring for others and um, however that may be. Um, whereas a person like me is I'm, I'm super loud and obnoxious and um, outspoken and probably really annoying, but, um, yeah, like Paul was saying, everybody has their own way of worship and, um, everybody succeeds in worship differently, um, and can glorify him differently. So, um, yeah, it's crazy that you brought that up because Stephanie, uh, Daniel and I were talking about that while you were gone. So I love it. Holy yeah. cow. Um, I'm going to pray for the listeners, pray for us, pray for Dan. And then, um, and then you're going to say the words and we're going to, we're going to leave these people for their day. Let them Beautiful. Then we'll, their time to go and then worship, we'll, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll go find Dan and see if he's alive. <laughs> he texted us. Um, <laughs> all right. Here we go. All right. Um, Father, thank you for the opportunity to worship. Uh, thank you that you give us um, submitted hearts and you give us hearts of gratefulness um, that recognize your divinity, your sovereignty, your goodness that we desire to praise you. Lord, thank you for for giving us these talents, for giving us these these abilities that we can use to worship you. Lord, I pray that you open the eyes of every listener um, and of ourselves, um, that we see where you want us to worship you, you, and you bring our hearts to do so. Lord, you encourage us forward in doing so. Father, I pray that uh, 
that all of us are encouraged to have intimacy with you every day. Lord, that we're spending time in your word and in prayer and with other believers um, and growing closer to you daily, Lord, because nothing is more fulfilling and nothing else matters if we are not doing it with you, Lord. Um, Father, help us to lay down everything that doesn't include Jesus at your feet and, um, and incorporate Jesus into everything we do. Father, we just love you so much. Um, pray that you just continue to carry us, continue to work in us. Um, thank you that you've made us yours um, and that we don't have to do it alone. Lord, we love you so much and thank you for all you are and all you do um, and just for your character. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Hit that button, Paul. We'll see you guys later.